Hey everyone, I want to talk to you real quick about Anchor. I love podcasts, and back in high school, I tried to start one. It crashed and burned almost immediately because high school schedules are basically the anti podcast. But after deciding to revive and remodel it in 2021, actually being able to record in 2022, Anchor was instinctually my first port of call. Now, this is not a sponsored segment, much as I wish it was. Anchor really is just that good. It's super quick, super easy to do. I record on my dingy laptop with a mid-tier mic, and Anchor just makes it so efficient to get these episodes out there. What's more, you can pre-record segments like this one, for example, upload them, and drop them into wherever you want to drop them in during your episode. And you can do that all just on your phone. It's so... I. I don't want to overuse the term super easy, but it, it really is super easy. If you want to talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about, I would highly recommend getting Anchor. All right, well, that's quite a way we bring to you our feature presentation. Hey everyone, welcome to our feature presentation where every Friday I, Maddie, sit down with one of my many delightful friends and we engage in high-minded intellectual discussion about a select cinematic work for roughly an hour and a half. This week's work will be Revenge of the Sith and the delightful friend is Asa. Hi Asa. Hey, it's me, Asa. I'm here. Oh, talking Asa. About I always Sith. say Asa. That's weird. I've never heard it uh, said out loud. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Um, I had to give myself like a nickname because my my actual name has like no nicknames for it at all. Had to nah, something. nah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, it's just my pronunciation. I've always seen it like written down. Anyway, uh, who is Asa, and uh, what do you like to do for fun? Tell the nice people a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I am Asa. I like to write for fun, read comics stuff, just generic nerd stuff, games, uh, writing. I'm in the process of writing a comic for my. A comic verse, but that's a different thing. But here, I'm here today to talk about Ring of the Sith, probably my, like my favorite Star Wars film. Oh, bold take, bold take. Listen, man, <laughs> ah, there's, I ah, I it's all right. Uh, so before we get started, the first question that I ask everyone on this show is, uh, you are going to the movie theater today, and you picked out your movie, and you've just woken up. What is your movie theater routine? So. Any, uh, what's your timekeeping like? Uh, what are your go-to snacks? Do you prefer going with friends or flying solo? Anything like that? I prefer to go with friends or family. If I go solo, it's because, like, no one's there. But my go-to snack for the movies is, like, nachos or, like, something, you know, like some water or, like, a Gatorade. Something there, just mm. so something light. I'm not really there to have, like, a snack. I'm there to just, uh, maybe, like, some Reese's, you know, like, some Reese's pieces those are always a good time yeah no no popcorn usually or see i've kind of grown out of eating popcorn at the movie theater you know like <laughs> i get it and then i just like i'm like yeah <laughs> all right um so this is obviously a little different because this is the first star wars episode that i know and doing. i and I'm surprised it's the first Star Wars episode. I know. I thought someone would have picked it sooner, honestly. I expected to have other Star Wars movies already done when I saw the podcast. I was like, this is crazy. There's no Star yeah. Wars on here. I know. So you get the honor during First Blood. 
So I think um, for people who may not have rewatched Revenge before listening to this episode, uh, I thought it would be a good idea to uh, not only recap what's going on right now, but of course there is the very famous uh, Star Wars text crawl, uh, which I have copied oh, down uh, verbatim. And I will uh, read that for the benefit of the people who have not uh, dipped into the prequels Go or maybe ahead. even Star Wars uh, recently. So, <clears throat> war. The Republic is crumbling under attacks by the ruthless Sith Lord Kant Dooku. There are heroes on both sides and evil is everywhere. In a stunning move, the fiendish droid leader General Grievous has swept into the Republic capital and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, leader of the Galactic Senate. As a Separatist droid army attempts to flee the besieged capital with a valuable hostage, two Jedi Knights lead a desperate mission to rescue the captive Chancellor. So, in Episode 3, Anakin has since become a Jedi Knight. And yeah, this man. movie uh, documents his uh, corruption at the hands of Palpatine, who we, you know, retroactively know to be... Um, you know, Big Daddy yeah. Space Emperor. Yeah. He's... Yeah, shit. I forget his real name is actually Palpatine, like and he Chief, didn't have um... Chief Palpatine. He didn't have yeah. trade. I weird. think he, ha- I think he had like a Sith title. With, yeah, like, Darth, Darth Sidious. Sidious. Darth Sidious was his name, but, but like, like everyone refers to him whole... as Palpatine anyway. Whereas like yeah, because I think everyone referred think... to Anakin as Darth Vader after he turned. I so. think he, I think Palpatine like forego the whole. I'm gonna call myself by my Sith name. I was like, screw it. I'm Palpatine. This is my empire. It's gonna be yeah. I'm Emperor Lord. He's got to get that branding. Yeah. Uh, um, But yeah, it's Anakin's corruption throughout this movie starts with uh, the rescue of Palpatine from Grievous' ship, who we have uh, since learned, Palpatine, I mean, that they've recently become close friends over the course of his Jedi training. Yeah. And we see his descent into into the dark side as Palpatine manipulates him and molds him into becoming Darth Vader, all the while he wrestles with his feelings for Padme. So, now that we're all caught up, uh... What is your history with this movie, whether that's uh, with a character or an actor, the genre okay. or the director? What got you to watch so, this movie in the first place? I was like six or seven, whenever the DVD came out. I kind of sort of knew what Star Wars was mm. from like, I, I, I remember watching General like, awareness of like sci-fi yeah, media. Yeah, because I remember watching being like four, watching Attack of the Clones and mm. uh, The Phantom Menace and seeing like the lightsaber and stuff, so it was cool. I remember like being stuck at home on a school day one day, and we had DVDs. So I went to like our living room and watched. Uh, I put this in, and I like fell in love with it. Because see, my most of my experience from Star Wars came from like the Battlefront game, mm. like a Battlefront Two. Oh, Battlefront Two slams. Oh wait, uh, the PS Two or the remake? A PS Two. Yeah. That was like my jam. Still in my top five games. Mm. Like it's old and dated, but it got me into loving Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah, I was like six, and I watched the crap out of this, so I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I ended up, and then I think it was like sci-fi, they did like one of their annual Star Wars, like uh, uh, like uh, marathons with like all the remasters and stuff, so I ended up watching mm-hmm. uh, 4, 5, and 6 for the first time back when I was like 8 or 9. Yeah. And then it kind of just became a sh- like a tradition for me to like watch Star Wars. Then, of course, the Clone Wars cartoon came on around that time, and I was just... Mm-hmm. After that, it, like my fate was sealed. Star Wars fan, like forever, probably <laughs> like till the day I die. 
Yeah. Um, I was I was similar to you because I watched uh, a lot of reruns on TV. They were constantly showing like prequels reruns, and I think I I have no way of verifying if it was like my first first Star Wars, but Attack of the yeah. Clones was also like I think around my starting point as well. Attack and... of the Clones is really good. It's not. Well, it's I don't. Not... I don't know. I I feel like my love for like Attack of the Clones comes from like yeah seeing the clones. I think everyone loves clone troopers. I don't know. Everyone loves clones. I've I've met a lot of people who have like wildly differing opinions on like Star Wars movies in general. But I've never met anyone who didn't love a good clone trooper. You know? Like they're just good boys. Like they're, they're just cool. good boys. They are just good boys. The oh, best soldiers man. in the. They're, they're like. Like, they're just the best. Like, I'm they sorry. They are the like, best. You give me a uh, culture story, I'm just like, I, I'm down. Just give me more of them. Yeah. Like, you can be a prequels hater. You can be an original hater. You can be a sequels hater. But you can't, like, hate the yeah. clones yeah. as, like, a creation. <laughs> and I think another part of what got me to love Revenge of the Sith is, like, I love this sort of era that prequels are, like, the prequels are in. And, like, this mm-hmm. sort of, like decline of the republic clone wars era thing i'm yeah. a big sucker for that period of time in star wars mm. allure a lot i don't know why i am but it gives me this sort of sense of like yeah you know like we had all the crazy old republic stuff and then we have like the new high republic so i haven't really heard more uh, got much into the high republic stuff yet I, like i need to yeah but then i was like six and seven growing up like this period of time was this really captured for me, uh, uh, growing up, you know, most of the Star Wars media that I consumed was like you had the Clone Wars cartoon, Attack of Clones, and this, and Revenge of Sith. So this is kind of like this is what was like really jammed into my mind as like the coolest Star Wars era because this is what I this was the era of Star Wars like timeline that I kind of like got yeah. introduced on, and what made me go okay, this is cool. Mm. So then I see Revenge of the Sith, I'm like okay, this is cool. I, I like and like it's one of the things I like. I just love this Clone Wars era of, like, film, and this is it. This is, like, it's, it is in there for me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, so, what are some things that you love about this movie? Uh, and they can be, like, big emotional moments that, like, change the course Man. of your life, or just, like, little dialogue bits that you enjoyed. Are there any I memorable love... scenes and stuff that, like, stick in your mind? Stuff I like that? feel like everyone's going to say... I feel like anyone would say, like, the ending fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan, which is good stuff. It's really good. But on the things of my favorite movie things of the film, I love, like, the action scenes. Like I, I love mm-hmm. opening up... I, I love the opening space dog fight, because that is... Yeah, I'm never going to turn down a dog fight, sci-fi or not. I, I, I love I it a... when planes <laughs> fight. <laughs> Battlefront 2, the game, because... Mm. Because like half the game is just like it just like episode three like that like there's half like half of it is it's just like episode three, so you're in episode three and you see this dog fight and then you're like five playing the game and you're like wow I'm doing the Obi Wan Anakin dog fight thing <laughs> I'm landing on the ship and just like I don't know seeing them fly through this hectic war zone of like space navies colliding yeah. and just. They're, and them crashing into like the hangar and jumping out lightsabers at the ratings, just going in. It's just it's just a cool opening. Mm. Like I think I think as far as the Star Wars code opening goes, that's probably like one of the best. It kind of another reason like it helps capture the sort of frantic high energy war atmosphere of this film. 
Mm. We don't see that much in no, episode two. No, because I'm going to talk about this a little later, but um, it kind of abandoned the war side of it for uh, political intrigue yeah. a little bit. And here's the thing is that I kind of like the political intrigue too. I just wish... I feel like this... I, I, I really feel like if I were the one that would have... I feel like... That's another problem, but I'll talk about that later. Is like how the writing works for this, for the war and stuff in this, in this, in this movie. But I do love the fact that we open up on a strong, on a really good opening of like Obi Wan and Anakin. They're on a mission. Yeah. Their, like, uh, with their clone battalions to rescue mm. the Chancellor. And this is you kind of see like it's not so much more of them doing the thing. It's more just seeing like this, you know, like atmosphere of like, all right, you have these two generals. They're in this war zone and they're on their mission. And I love that energy of this movie. Is like it's one of the things I love about the movie is like you see kind of like it's the ending the wars like it's like it's all coming to a close everyone's like high strong tensor running high it's just really that frantic energy of like the it's like a hectic it's like a very like a hectic pacing yeah sense. it's like it's got that good strong opening that's like it gets you invested immediately yeah because yeah. you like um, it's like you just kind of like 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 you're like thrust in going all right they're they're on a mission. And now you're just hooked to see how yeah. like the go. Um, you mentioned about the clones earlier. Uh, the first point I had of what I love about this movie is that it introduces um Oddball and Cody, and that's like uh the the I don't oh, think God, it was yeah. I don't think it was Revenge of the Sith specifically, but like the prequels era movies are the first time that we get to uh meet the uh clone troopers on like a personal level because obviously before in the sequels yeah uh, the, just... clo- the clone troopers become the stormtroopers and if, the empire yeah, like yeah. robs them of their identity and stuff and that gets explained in the in the prequels uh but it's the first time that we get to know these troopers you know as people and it's fun because you see uh like because you see on on Utapal when Obi Wan meets up with Cody and he's like, hey. yeah, and they're, they're like friends. Yeah, and then, and then it's just cause mm. like that happening to doing. I don't know. Like, I'm glad this man. This is a good movie, honestly. <laughs> like, God. But then, like, another thing I, I love about the movie is like the frustration of the characters as they. It's been like a long three or four year war. I can't remember like the exact specifics, but it's been a while. Yeah, uh, I think the prequels take place over like a decade. I think I know about, but, 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 but the year like, itself, it was, uh, yeah, that yeah. Was I think only... like the Clone Wars, the actual like fighting of the wars, the Clone Wars was like three or four years long. Uh, mm. One of those two, something like that. Yeah, I'm googling, but you uh, continue on. But I kind of like how like you kind of see like everyone's kind of like frustrated. They're like, oh crap, Grievous had got away. Well, we were so close. We could have ended it right there and then. And the energy kind of like just just carry over because like Anakin's frustrated because yeah, three years. Wants- yeah, yeah, because he wants to be like a master, and you know mm-hmm. everyone's on high alert. You know the the fighting's so close to being done, but it's not done yet. So they got to keep pushing on, and then they're like, "Well, we're kind of just here in this weird place where I don't know I really just love like this hot like everything's c- coming to a close, and we're seeing that and how that impacts some of their choices. Yeah, how like some people just feel like frustrated, like like the Jedi Council, they just want this over and done with. Like they want mm. this war done with. They want a sense of like normalcy yeah but the last thing i'll touch on that i love about this movie is like the sense of like it goes from frustration to like you think they're gonna win and then like thunder palpatine goes 
execute Order 66 and then like this wave of darkness kind of you're like oh this is darker now this is much darker than I ever thought mm. thought this would get because then it goes then it cuts like course on a night and they're just the march on the Jedi Temple is probably one of the coolest visuals you will ever see in Star Wars March on the Jedi Temple that was um oh geez I don't remember that scene because okay, you just when... rewatched it like right before this recording yeah, like, and like I watched it a while ago it. so I've had my notes here for uh yeah, I, yeah. I, I like it's like my third like my third viewing of it again in the past two weeks. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so like I after... have my notes. Oh yeah, you it, you finish your sentence and then I'll. It was like okay, so the scene is after the Mace Windu fight mm. with uh with Palpatine. Yeah. And Vader is and Anakin officially becomes like becomes Vader. Yeah. And uh he and him and the five first they. They go to town. They they march to the temple. Guns ready, lightsaber ready, and they yeah, just yeah, I go to remember town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really good because you're like, oh, cool. They're gonna, you know, it's like, well, Anakin's gonna clearly, uh, like, like, you know, like you think you have a spider hawk for a second because when Mace Windu pops up with the whole squad, he's like, we're here to arrest you mm. uh, f- for your crimes, and they all die, and then it's like, well, what do we do now? Then? Yeah, it's, it's treason. Then <laughs> you see Anakin march on the temple and kill friends, mentors. The younglings and God, the young scenes is it's just really God. Just yeah, Master um, Ant, Master Skywalker. You're kind what of what are uh, you going to do? Yeah, I know. You're kind of um, Robotic. jumping around all over the place, and, and my notes are always like very ordered because I take them as I'm watching, so they're in oh. chronological. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I, I like this energy my that you're just, bringing. Like, my but, brain just um, doesn't work on that sort of chronological level. Not for this movie. Not for this no, movie. No, I get that. I got movies like that too where I just, just have like, to talk about everything all at it's once. A, like, it's like, it kind of just goes slow in the middle. So like, I'm trying to like, because like, there's a bit where it's just kind of slowed down for yeah, that no, political cool. like, intrigue. But uh, just, let me... um. Let me give you a point to bounce off of then, because uh, yeah. the second note I had was that Anakin and Obi's friendship, I love them, um, not just like over the course of, uh, well, t- technically two movies. We don't really see them become friends in Phantom Menace. Thank uh, God for but, Clone Wars. Yeah, but yeah, Clone Wars, Wars um, no, Attack of the Clones and um, Revenge of the Sith, we really see their relationship like grow and change. And I love how they banter off of each other. I love how he tries to save his friend over the mission, you know? Um, no, it's great stuff. I I, I really, like, I, I appreciate that, because it's like, yeah, no, mm. like, this man raised me. I'm not going to, like, leave him here for dead on this clashing ship. I'm going to save him and you. Yeah, exactly. And also, um, again, just, like, the banter that they have, you know, like, no loose wire jokes. I didn't say anything. Uh, trying to pawn off the responsibility of dealing the politicians with each other, you know, after they uh, come back from... Uh, Grievous's ship, which is also uh, another note that I had. I love that whole scene of like crash landing Grievous's oh, so good. cruiser. Oh, it's so good. And um, you know, and towards the end, uh, he will not let me down. He never has. I- I'm proud of you. And of course, you know, the iconic "You were my brother, Anakin." Is, uh, uh. It's so good. I I love how Obi Wan's like. Sassy was like, you know, like he has a quick wit. Obi Wan like, is that bitch. Yeah, like Obi Wan is that man. He is like, there's a reason why he's called the negotiator because that man has a wit. He might not be like the strongest force or whatever, but he has that man has mm. sharp wit and he will tear you to pieces with <laughs> like with words. Yeah, and I love and I love saying like Anakin being young and kind of brash and Obi Wan's like in his like mid thirties, being like, look, man, you gotta like slow down, just be patient with us, you know. We're 
it's a war going on. We're just tired. So let's be patient, you know. Mm. It's like I trust you. The council trusts me. I'm sure they'll make you a match. Or just you know, just you know, just yeah. wait just a bit longer. Um, I love everything about Grievous. That man is like, his beast mode does not turn off. So... He's so fucking cool. So I know like... we're talking about the movie, but the mm. Guinea Teratoski series kind of yes. Ties I was also thinking this. about that as well uh, a while ago. And like Grievous is just a monster in that, and I wish that carried over yeah. in like the movies because God, Grievous should be scary, and he just he's kind of just like a no like a no threat in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but he does still have a lot of very cool action scenes, honestly. Oh, the scene where he like shoots out his bridge window and like since he's since he's like half a George. Yeah, and then like, he like swings around onto the yeah, bulkhead of his Yeah, because uh, he doesn't need, need to like breathe in space like that much, so he just like jumps out and grapples onto the ship and goes, Alright, back to escape pod. Cool as hell. Uh um I like it's a little bit on the nose, but when the scene where Anakin's about to behead Dooku and he's got the red and blue lightsaber. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's it's obviously it's a little bit obvious and a little bit um, unsubtle, but it's still a great way to show like his indecision between the light and the dark side. Uh, but what I really like about that scene is that he doesn't immediately give in to the corruption. Like he's still good. Oh yeah, because he's like, no, I can't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. This, this is against the Jedi code. Take killing mm-hmm. like an unarmed enemy. He's been defeated. He he needs to be arrested. Does he? Yes. The, the Palpatine, the look that he, that Nuku gives gives the pa- pa- Palpatine like, look, ha- you know, like help me out here, man. Yeah. But he's like, and Palpatine goes, and you know, j- just uh, you know, just uh, just do it. You know, just kill him. And Anakin, right. like, you know, he you know, he like acquiesces in this. It's just, mm-hmm. That that's some good stuff. Yeah. Um. No, I'll get to that and things. I don't like. And I uh, think he acquiesces because 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 at the point in the fight, like. I, I, like Obi-Wan's, like, been knocked out, and he's not... He often acts as, like, Anakin's, like, voice of reason, but then it's all... Um, but it's all just him, like, and Palpatine there. Mm. And, and, and Palpatine is, is, is working his silver tongue. Yeah. It's, it's just... It's a very... Yeah, now that I think about it, it's, it's obviously not just the lightsabers, which is the more obvious symbolism. But it's... Oh, no, wait. No, Obi-Wan was knocked out at that point. Yeah. Nah, never mind. Uh, I was thinking of something else then. Um, but, yeah... It's interesting to pinpoint, like, this is the moment Anakin started to become corrupted. Yeah. And on that note, also, I think uh, Palpatine implanted the visions that he had of Padme dying. I like that theory because it makes sense to me. Yeah, it's, um, I think he knew that he would run to Palpatine because at this point, you know, again, he's become a Jedi Knight. He wants to become a Jedi Master, but... They don't fully trust him yet, and they have made that clear. And again, they have uh, canonized that Anakin and Palpatine have grown close uh, over his training. So I think Palpatine would definitely know that he would come to him for guidance. I love the implication through this movie and other fan theories is is that Palpatine was more or less just just being like, the creepiest groomer he could be to <laughs> yeah and like it kind of plays out here he's like we've been friends since like you arrived here on coruscant like years ago you know we were friends on naboo and now we're kind mm-hmm. of and i'm like god you're just a creep and you're like <laughs> god you're he's just a like... creep but he's like a fun creep so like i don't think anyone was fully 
invested in the prequels, but Ian McDiarmid, who plays Palpatine, he was literally just fucking around, and he was having so much fun. He no. gave unequivocally yeah. the best performance in the prequels. Yeah, no, because that bleeds through fun. in the screen, and he's like, he's one of those guys that's fun to hate, you know? No, like, no, like Palpatine is a good bad guy. He's like. He's on that level of, like, dark side level of, like, you're a fun bad guy to, like, be mm. a fan of. Yeah, he's not, like, the most intimidating dude, because he's a, he's a fucking old man. No, but, no, no. Oh, like, he's, he's a so old man funny, though. Who doesn't need a lightsaber. He's, like, he's, you know, he's he's in tune with the Force enough where, like, he can end fights with a, with a quick blast of Force lightning. Mm. He, like, he schemes. He's evil. He he works his way into your mind of, mind of words and mind games, and that's how he and that's how like he gets you if he needs to do a, a display of force. He has goons for that. Yes, and nope, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. Uh, um. Oh, hey, you know. Also, uh, Anakin and Padme—they aren't the most uh, well-written couple, so to speak. It is but not a good. I like. I like that you can see that they they do genuinely like love each other on some level, as I, opposed to like whatever the fuck Raylo thought it was doing. No- I got that in my notes here. I think, I think that if there was some sort of weird, if we ever got like some sort of weird alternate timeline book on how this critical uh, point in time could have ended up like not going to like the Imperial stuff, I think, pal, I think Anakin and Amidala would have just would have split up and been, like, cold parents, I think. Because I think at some point, you have to realize that, like, this is a, not a healthy like, relationship. It, like, it's not. <laughs> yeah. The age gap thing isn't, like, the worst thing, but it's still kind of, like, eh, she was, like, mm. 15, he's, like, 9. That's, like, 4 years. I mean, eh. God, how old was Anakin and Phantom Menace? No, they, uh, Padme was 14, and Anakin was 9. It's not the creepiest age gap, but at that point, you're on two different paths. You just need to I don't. think if we had met them later in... If they had met each other later in life, it wouldn't have been as weird, but the fact they met when they did is... Because eh. I don't think either of them were at this sort of... And I think, and I think this kind of shows this, that like they're not mature people. Anakin's like 19 here. Mm. Like he is not mature enough for this. He is. He has some emotional like issues like regarding how he handles his emotion. Palpatine's like early twenties, and she is busy, and she's kind of having like to like be his counsel mm. half the time because he is bad with his emotions, and it's just yeah. Like they love each other, and, and like like they do, but like they're not meant to date. That's, I think that's kind of why. Yeah, I think they were kind of uh, destined to fail, is the way that I can put it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think mm. this is, like, a big cosmic, like, you guys are going to get together, but, like, it's not good for anyone involved. Like, the only yeah. good product you guys have here is, like, your children. <laughs> uh, well, I think we've kind of... Well, um, that's all the notes for, like, good things that I had. Uh, did you have any more stuff on, like, things you love about the movie? Uh... I got, like, two more. Yeah, same. We got time. Okay, so, I know we, so, I know, like, a lot of folks rag on about how, like, why do the prequels look look all shiny and new compared to, like, the, uh, in, instead of, like, like the OT trilogy, where you have, like, everything's more, like, utilitarian and mm. kind of worn down, and I, and I remember reading the art book stuff about this. It was like, yeah, no, we have, we were kind of going for more like 19, you know, like, we were, we were kind of saying that, you know, the galaxy's been through wars. This was like their 1920s uh, swinging, you know, everything's like art deco and shiny and blitz mm. and shiny and gilded age looking at so new and shiny and bright. Then you kind of have like, you know, the, you know, they're going through war, but then after, but towards like the end of the war, 
I think to see more in Clone Wars, you see like more like more technology and stuff to begin to resemble more of like the more like the pre you know, like the original stuff technology mm. wise. But then you kind of get that more util more utilitarian look. And then by the time you end the credits on this, you see Anakin walking up on the Star Story bridge, and it looks like all that pizzazz that the Clone Wars ships had are gone. It's just gray yeah. and blocky and brutal. Yeah, that like cold pure steel. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's a cool thing. It's like how the architecture for certain things kind of starts reflecting. Like, okay, this is we're in this, but now we're God, but like now we're in this. Yeah. And then my other favorite thing is like. Man, the clones. Like, they're yeah. not talking in this, but God, the clones are so... I think what I like the clones for is, like, the clone armor looks so good. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I um... Don't know. We don't really get to meet them all that much in uh, Attack of the Clones, Sif. But, yeah, obviously it did spin off into Clone Wars. Uh, so we oh, yeah. get to... And also uh, Rebels with Rex and the Wolfpack. Like, I don't know who decided... That the clones should have paint on their armors, but I need to shake their hand because it's the coolest <laughs> visual. It is absolutely the coolest thing. Like I love when the clones have like armor that's like not white or has like yeah or have like no nah, man we're gonna make. Ourselves, and I think like, it comes of... from like um it, I'm I'm fairly certain it comes from uh, modern day military and how they have like the navy has different uniforms to the military it, like represents different branches. I'm fairly certain that's where the paint comes from. But like, like the fact it's stripes surrounding a visor and also it's like on certain shoulder plates and also uh expanded on a little bit more in the battlefront games the the remake battlefront oh, yeah, games that is they have like the different versions of the or armor like, so you've or, got like the yeah. air assault clone trooper and the ground trooper and or yeah. like the uh, they had like the sniper visor thing. It's like yeah, you know, I'm like a, I have like a range, I have like a range mm. finder thing. And I like, I love how you kind of see like, I, I remember at first it was like a simple thing, you know, like like, like a ranking thing. It was like yeah, you know, so and so has like this color because they're like this rank. But then it kind of, but it kind of morphed into like sense of like yeah, this sort of weird like a community and like sibling love thing that the, the clones have going on. It's like, yeah, there's it's also kind of like, like a brotherly uh, bond to it. And how like the armor kind of came like their sort of way to self-express mm. themselves uh, w within their community with like different designs of painting on the armor and like stuff like that. And I think that's just a really good visual to see in this movie is like even when you see like Plo Koon's ship his like his clones have like the little wolf, wolf pack stuff on their ships as they kill them mm. like that's really cool if you you've played god was it republic commando i have also, not played it but i've seen it oh it's, it's fucking great it's like real cheap you can get it they ported it to ps4 it's also on steam and it's real cheap i highly recommend you go play it but it's they also use the paint and like the armor variants very well it's only it's only like to distinguish them, but it I really love, adds a lot of personality to I them. love the clone commando armor particularly. It's just big and bulky and makes them look mm. like yeah, no, like they're not it's like if the clones are all like ready to be the best soldiers, these guys are like top yeah. of the line, like special like special And then guys. it got like expanded upon um in uh with the Empire or the Imperials, because uh, the Empire involves like the Sith, I guess. Mm. Uh, the Empire the uh the Imperials is just like the actual military uh, but whatever but it also got uh expanded upon because it's not just like different armor variants you know these are like whole new armor set like that look completely different so you have like the death troopers and the purge troopers from fallen order and uh, those are probably my two favorite troopers 
across like oh, the dude, Republic I, and the the, Empire, the Imperials combined. They are so fucking cool. I love the Death Troopers and the Purge Troopers. It's so good. God. They they need to make like um. <laughs> just just give me a Clone Wars game. Just give me a Clone Wars game where I'm playing yeah, clone. That that but also like they need to make like a Mandalorian uh, movie. Uh. Mandalorian as in about the Mandalorians, not uh, the Mandalorian yeah. spin-off. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, but I, I love because yeah. I, I love when I, I love when Star Wars goes and we have this dumb, stupid armor. I'm like, yes, more, please. Yeah, uh, but I just like uh, I want to talk about the Mandalorians, <laughs> and I'm I'm probably gonna have to branch into TV shows to do that. Dude, I don't really want to do that. But if you ever want to do that, I'm down for Mandalorian talk. Oh, I could talk about Star Wars Bounty Hunter though. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could. Anyway, so that's um. Well, that's all that's, I had. That's, that's like my general. Yeah, that, that that's all I'd say about about our love for the movie. Now, what I hate about the movie is yeah. some stuff. But I'll but, but yeah, I'll go let off. you go first on what you hate most. The will like on what you like dislike the most about this movie. Mm. Um. What's well, like a wider thing with the with the prequel Star Wars? Not as not a whole. not Star Wars as a whole, but the prequels as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool. that, like they had a lot of good ideas, uh, and a lot of poor executions. I mentioned earlier about like the political intrigue aspect That's of it. That's also a note that I had. <laughs> yeah, because they had like the biggest thing for me. I could list them all, uh, but I won't because I want to stick mostly to revenge. But the prequels tried to go for this like political intrigue angle, as opposed to like the space western samurai flick, and it it's I think they did it fairly well were it not for the fact that we have to keep seeing all the trade talks and yeah. a lot of people hit back with like oh no i think the trade talks were good actually no the trade talks were good but i didn't need to see them is yeah, what no, i'm saying i didn't need to need sit to through them. the trade talks myself they could just have people discuss what happened in the trade I talks i think the thing I think a point about this that I hate the most about Rangers specifically is that mm. it opens up at this big, like, chaotic war flick in space fantasy Star Wars land, mm -hmm. and it does not stick to that. No, it it's the and equivalent think... of, like, a video game opening with a big explosive opening, and then it puts you in a trailing down mission. dramatically into, like, the climax. Yeah, trailing mission or, like, a fetch quest or something. And I think Revenge of the Sith would have been more loved if they stuck to the war movie mm. aspect of it all. Because that, yeah, now that I think about it, it would have made sense for, like, Phantom Menace and uh, Attack of the Clones to be that whole political intrigue vibe. I, and yeah. then as the war ramps up, as Order 66 gets executed... It transforms more into like that war drama, um, yeah. I think, as it leads into a new hope, which was also uh, a war film. I think that just in general, I think this movie should have been like a war drama thing. Like we could have had our moments of like, yeah, you know, they're back on Coruscant doing like the deepest, but like they're back in the field. And mm. I think I think it would have been more awesome. Well, like just just you know like a better execution and generally see how like these battles of war are affecting like Anakin's like emotional state because he now knows that he's about to be a father and like he's on the front line fighting yeah for his life direct like deliberate these planets and stuff like that and then Palpatine's just you know like you know like every, every time they're doing like you know like the debriefs and stuff they're, he's, you know he's getting you know the 
Palpatine's just making his way in there more and more and more, and then like it explodes. Palpatine, you know, it just explodes, and then you know the war comes to a close. I think. Yeah, I think the um the political intrigue stuff. I think that ended with Jango Fett. Uh, honestly, yeah. once they yeah. found out that there was a clone army. I think they should have gone from it more from the perspective of like, okay, we know there's a war coming. We know there was like this back order for a whole bunch of clones. Uh, so now we should try and stop this war. You know? Yeah, I think once episode two ends, like I think I think I think once she knows this happens, they they should have gone for this movie. Because I know like a lot of the pill of Clone Wars is that you see more of like the war drama stuff. Mm. But I think this movie should have been like. That should have like falling like action war movie. Just like okay, like everything's like come to a point, mm. and we don't necessarily need to see all like all of the battles before the battle of Coruscant. Yeah. In the movie, but I think we need to see like the like the ending battles. I think it would have been cool perspective to see like Obi Wan doing this battle, then it cuts to him going to you know like the battle, and then Anakin doing this battle and. Bunch yeah, of stuff though I suppose um, Clone Wars kind of filled that gap. Yeah, I think that's why I I think like I said I think that's why Clone Wars is so loved. It just kind of it kind of fills the gaps between this. Mm. But I think my biggest direction, my biggest the, the dislike about this movie is like the writing in some places is just is is just weird. Yeah, um, on that note with the writing, uh, Palpatine's speech about like um the Sith and the Jedi and like what they think of one another. While it's obviously a manipulation and given from the perspective of the Sith because he is a Sith Lord, yeah. I I think it negatively impacted the perception some have of the Jedi. And I think people, some people try to, they're a little too quick to hate on the Jedi because of this speech specifically and know any other, like, real reason. Yeah, it, make, it makes them sound, like, too dogmatic and suck in their ways, which I think... It's just a general negative perception of the Jedi Order as a whole. Cause I have I like to read like fan fiction stuff, and I think that's that's, that's, like, that's like the biggest like thing is like in fiction is like yeah no the Jedi Order you know they're all dogmatic and set in their ways. I'm like no I'm like no they're not they're like they're not like that at all. They're just I'm like I don't think that's mm. I, don't know, I feel like that speech is just bad writing. Yeah, because it think... kind of leads because I, I think that's bled over into like 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 other stuff. It's, it's like yeah no the Jedi you know they're kind of just really old stick you know stick in the mud type folks i'm like that's mm-hmm. not really yeah it's just it's just bad i uh i think we're about to hit our first point of contention though because you uh you said that you like the obi-wan anakin fight on mustafar i do man uh, yeah i don't like it i think it was oh too God. damn i think it was too damn long and i think it was poorly choreographed <laughs> I think it is too long. I'll I'll give you that one. I think yeah. it's too long because they keep cutting. Between <laughs> yeah, that. I think it, it was just like just them like, going and then like no Yoda in between or like we do them then Yoda or yeah, like I think no actually I, Yoda first would have been better because then because we should have had the Darth Vader uh, stuff. yeah I think Yoda should have been first instead of like them like cutting back and mm, back Yoda first then their fight because I watched it again this morning at like five, 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 like, at like five a.m. I was like man this fight is dragging on what is with the fight I remember it being <laughs> short and it sounds like oh right they're cutting between Pal- Palpatine and Yoda and this. Mm. I definitely think it is too long, and I think the choreograph stuff is fine because at the end of the day, I think people see Star Wars as too hard, much as like 
hard sci-fi when it's not sci-fi at all. It's just it's 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 D and D in space. That's all it is. <laughs> I mean, it's it is pretty sci-fi. I, I mean, mean, like it's I mean, like it's sci-fi, but it, but it's it more fits s- in. It is the sci-fi genre, but it also is a blend more, of other genres yeah, as well. And fantasy like, is definitely a part of that. It's more like it's more of a science, a fantasy book meets like some sci-fi stuff, but more at its core, it's more sci-fi. It's it's more sci like sci-fantasy. Mm, fair enough. Uh, I would say the four biggest uh, Star Wars genres are sci-fi number one because of the technology yeah, 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 and the world. Uh, number two is fantasy because of the force. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say four, not so much for the prequels and the sequels, uh, but definitely the original trilogy mm-hmm. is western and samurai oh, yeah, of course, genres of course. because that's what you know George Lucas based it on. Uh, and those are like the four pillars of like sci-fi, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. sci-fi Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, like I I agree, but I also think the choreograph is like. It's fun. It's like they're just having a stupid fun time with a stupid dumb. Yeah, it like, is. It is fun. Like, it's flashy. They're not old men as the episode f- like four. Uh, yeah, but I think old it, men. It bugs it's me just, more than uh, most because. I mean, I guess I, I can say it's kind of it feels too flashy at times, but I but I think it's fun. It's entertaining to watch. I no, because I grew up on a lot of like East Asian cinema. Ah, uh, okay. And like martial arts films specifically, so like I've seen a good few sword fights in my time, <laughs> you know. I think the I think the Anakin Obi Wan fight is definitely playing by like the rule of cool, which most Star yeah. Wars does. Most Star Wars does, and like that's fine. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's just the dicey roll. Uh, with the rule of cool, uh, here it didn't. Other parts in the movie, it did. Like when uh, Grievous pulls out the other lightsabers and then he does like yeah. the helicopter blades thing. It was absolutely rule of cool, and it fucked. Yeah, no, like I feel like this fight kind of plays too much in, into the like the rule of cool where it kind of comes back around and going. Ah. But it, it's definitely like a fight yeah, that I love uh, to watch. It's, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, I think my final complaint that I have with the movie because that's that's pretty much all the complaints I have with this movie. Uh. Uh, I although I purposely didn't add um, Padme's death from like heartbreak because no, we no, we go all no, agree that's no, fucking stupid. No, no, that thing is it's so stupid. God, I just yeah. So I left God, that out because like we all know it's stupid. Let's move on. Uh, but yeah, the last the last point that I had was uh, uh, I think Samuel L. Jackson should have said motherfucker at least once. I think that, that should have should been have like their one swear word <laughs> in this movie. That's also, like, another point that I don't like. I feel like they keep putting a lot of, like, writing stuff, like, a lot of, like, Mace dialogue, but do nothing really interesting other than, like, do the whole yeah, Mace. Yeah, kind of like, they don't Mace really is, make Mace interesting. They kind of just, they kind of make him, like, the hard-ass, like, black, black guy. Yeah, he's the black and, like, Jedi. <laughs> and, like, they don't really do much with that. Like, I definitely understand, like, Mace being, like, the more hard-edged like guy because that's kind of like also his stuff and like the other and like the like books and stuff he's kind of like he's like he's definitely way harder than most of them a lot of that's because like he's kind of like actively fighting yeah the dark you know side what? i'm gonna level. i'm gonna straight up say it i think kenobi the show that's coming out that should have been a mace windu show i as much as i love ian mcgregor's level one i definitely agree mace it should have been a mace windu show mm-hmm. that was like my first thought was like this is cool but it could have been mace could have been mace yeah uh, so, uh, is that all the points for, like, dislike you had, or? Yeah, that's pretty much all my, like, uh, dislike is, like. Fair enough. Writing. All right. I, 
I think the writing could have been better. I think they could have done more with some of the cast, uh, uh, like Miss Windu. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so is this a movie that you can enjoy to like the fullest extent without any prior experience with the genre or the franchise? Uh, did this movie remind you of any others? And if people enjoyed this movie, what would you say is a good next watch? Oh, man. I feel like as someone who pro- I feel like you have to have some kind of idea of what Star Wars is at least on like some on like a surface level before you watch this. Yeah, this is a weird question to ask for. Uh maybe not all of Star Wars, but Star Wars episode 3. Like I would say for episode 4, I wouldn't say you need to No, no. Know Star, Star Wars no. because that's where the whole of Star Wars started is at episode yeah. 4. I feel like going into episode 3, you have to at least at least know through like cultural osmosis or some kind of friend or something. At least know what Star Wars is on like. The yeah, you don't have thing. to watch all of them. Like, get someone to no. tell you what it's about. No, yeah, no, I, I agree. Just kind of, just, you know, do like a quick like recap, like synopsis on YouTube or something, and then yeah, you're good to go, and you're good to go to enjoy episode three, which I think is a good. I remember like, let's see, what year was it? Like 2015, where like everyone's like. Yeah, man, the prequels weren't that bad, and people were like, "No, you're crazy talking." And then the sequels came out. We were like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." <laughs> sequel, no prequels are alright actually. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think for the the starting movies, episode four, episode one, and episode uh, seven was Force Awakens, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those ones specifically, nah, you don't really need to know anything about Star Wars going no. in because those are like the starter movies. Um, but especially like, for number, especially for seven, that's just yeah. But a bit. two and three of each trilogy, you should probably know a little bit. Yeah, I. But if I had to recommend like anything else for if you want after you, if you enjoyed this, would be just watch the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, play uh, some. Of, I think play some of the games set 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 in in the Clone Wars like Battlefront two. Like usually, know, like I say side. like um. Usually, I try and keep this to like recommend one movie. Uh, but with Star Wars, it's hard because like. Yeah. Those are pretty much the only <laughs> yeah, movies. Like yeah. And Star Wars has become such like its own identity. It's hard to yeah, like, there's recommend Star Wars. Yeah, like, there's um, a, a non-Star Wars movie that's similar yeah. to Revenge of the Sith. You know what I mean? Because like, Revenge of the Sith is kind of like its own thing like within the series. It's like, yeah, you have everything else, but you don't have anything quite like like Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So but I feel like to... if you... But I feel like if you like Visions of Sith, check out the Clone Wars like cartoon. Maybe check out some like the amazing like Star Wars like books and comics. Yes, absolutely. Like Vader is so good. I need to read the Doctor. I need to read Afra. But Vader is. You so do good. need to read Afra. Yes. Oh my God. I think most of um, Star Wars best content comes from the extended universe. I think. Yeah, I feel like if you love Star Wars, just just go like go. Have just go look up some old lore videos for, for like the old EU and look up lore. Let's yeah. Look up oh my god! Stuff. Absolutely. Just mm. look up all the hectic stuff that was in the old canon because you have like crazy things like Abeloff and just that got real. It kind of like at, at, like at one point, Tom Star Wars was like the equivalent of like the Lovecraft stuff. Like you had stuff mm. all over the place. It was just a fun time. Yeah. Then it kind of got more streamlined, which I definitely understand it being streamlined. If you but if you like Revenge of the Sith, go check out other like. A bunch of other Star Wars stuff, you know, like Clone Wars, the comics, the novels. Yeah, extended have, universe. Check out all the old EU canon. Yeah, and just have fun with it, and just try to have fun with it. Like, and try to find something you like about Star Wars. It can be literally anything. Like, no one's gonna judge you for what you like in Star Wars. At least I'm not. Anyway, you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, people like, absolutely will judge you. Yeah, no, for well, but we won't. Because <laughs> a lot of Star Wars fans hate Star Wars because they hate fun. 
They hate my... I'm going through my letterbox now, and I'm trying to find some kind of analogous movie to Revenge of the Sith, and yeah, it's just not... It's not going. Um, oh! Hmm. Wait, hold on. Let me okay. sit on this one. Let me sit okay. it. Let me think about it. I think... Yes, if you... Less so for the political intrigue, because you're not going to get yeah. that with this movie. Absolutely no, not. No. no. Um, but if you want the kind of chaotic... Oh, I just knocked my mic. Uh, if you want the chaotic action with insane sword fights, I would say go watch Batman Ninja, honestly. Dude, I've been... I mean, I've been meaning like, like like to watch that for years at this point now. I I keep forgetting to buy the DVD. It's absolutely insane. Oh my god, it's I can't even describe it. Like it's I just pure anime. Going, it's just I just remember seeing the trailer and seeing Robin's dumb haircut. I was like, oh okay, yeah, the I'm character sold. designs in this are like absolutely hideous. Um, but the action is great. The animation's great. And it's just like a good time to just sit down and be like I'm gonna watch Batman do some dumb anime bullshit and, and it's great. by god you're gonna get that and I think you that's about that's pretty uh, Revenge of the Sith at least in regards to most of the action scenes oh, yeah. particularly oh, yeah. the Obi-Wan and Anakin fight yeah. yeah cause I don't come to this for like quality I, I come to this for like mm. warm dumb chaotic stuff but yeah what uh, I would say my recommendation is Batman Ninja if you want more insane action movie stuff now uh, think particularly with sword if fights. i had to, if i had to recommend a movie let me think uh yeah this section is generally like outside of star wars if i had to give a non-star wars chaotic movie i'd have to go with let me look it up you know the best way i can describe this is go look up a fucking fast and furious movie <laughs> honestly yeah i feel that that are wanted go watch wanted oh yeah absolutely go watch wanted yeah mm-hmm um, so lastly, and I think I know the answer to this one, uh, because I think we're going to have the same answer, but if you're in this movie as an extra, maybe a minor background role with like three to five lines, uh, what scene would you like to be an extra in? I want to be an extra in the clones. In one yeah, of the clones I want to be a clone. <laughs> I want to be Tamora Morrison. Dude, I, 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 I want to be a clone. Mm-hmm. Well, I love I love the clones so much that I'm DMing a Star Wars 5e campaign for my friends from work, and they're all just clone troopers. I was like, this is perfect. Mm, yes, oh my god, absolutely. Uh, well, that's that one done and dusted then. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> Pretty it's... clean and cut section. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love clones. Um, clones are great. Okay, so uh, that is the credits roll for us. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, Asa, for allowing me to steal a little bit of your time. You're welcome, man. I had nothing to do. It's my it's my day off. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so, is there a movie that you would like to recommend that, uh, aside from sharing sharing the same genre, uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with a movie we just talked about, and it can be an old favorite or anything you've watched uh, recently? Chronicle. I Chronicle? love Chronicle. I love Chronicle. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that, but I've seen like uh, trailers. There were a lot of reruns of it. Uh, a while ago on TV. Uh, I haven't got around to it, though. Uh, yeah, Chronicle. Okay, so are there any socials or maybe some upcoming projects that you would like to plug? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at SuperiorDawn. Cool. 
and uh, you can enjoy my dumb takes of stuff and enjoy the <laughs> art commissions I post. All right. Nice, clean and simple. Yeah. Uh, so thank you once again for attending this week's showing of our feature presentation. I will see you again next week as I host a screening of, uh, I believe it is Ratatouille. Uh, Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to watch that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, pick up your trash before you leave.